Okay, it's recording. Okay, ready? Yes, when I, whenever you are. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Pitcher Podcast, where the conversation is free flow, everything is on the house, and all we ask for in return is for you not to give us one star reviews. I'm Cody. And I'm Ian. Yes. yes. <laughs> and maybe you're noticing something a bit different with our audio. It's Why is that? Shit. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, funny funny <laughs> thing is right when you said that it lagged like on my <laughs> Oh no. Are you serious? No, it's fine. It was perfectly clear this way. Right, imitating life. <laughs> um but anyways, yeah, this is the first episode that we're doing virtually. So I'm in the US and Ian is back in Hong Kong. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. And today what we're going to talk about is, I guess, catching up with Cody, seeing how Cody is, and um, kind of talk about the differences between the, H- um, the HK, the Hong Kong, and the US culturally within COVID premise is yeah. context. Yeah. But yes, before we get into that, we'll delve into the culture corner. And Cody picked this topic this week, and it's first travel destination when the world is back to normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so cody's itching to talk about this <laughs> spill the beans um <gasps> so i was thinking i was thinking about it um but uh especially after having to travel during covid and seeing how the world is definitely not back to normal it just made me want to fantasize about where i could travel when the world finally is back to normal even though you did travel but yes go on. even though i did travel even yeah you did travel <laughs> <laughs> um, in the one or to three or five or 20 years whenever whenever we get back to normal um but mine is oxford in the uk mm. um i feel like it's not a super big secret. i i don't know if she wants me saying this but one of my very close friends just got into uh a phd or psyd a, a doctorate program at the university of oxford What's SID? In, a PsyD. It's like a another oh, oh, psychology. Oh, psychology doctorate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure if that's what it's called. Anyways, she got into a, a doctorate program at the University of Oxford. So I'm not surprised, but I'm very, very proud of her. And big congrats to blank. Big congrats to blank. Um, and I, I spent some time um, in Oxford also just studying abroad for one semester. And As it was a collegiate like, rower. And I, I did partake in some rowing on a very amateur basis. Oh, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but uh, it was just a very magical place. Actually, speaking of Oxford, Ian? Magical place. <laughs> it is a, a very magical, magical place. Oxford's and Ian visited me place. not once, but twice. And he... Yeah, because I missed Cody. Some... <laughs> Yo, yeah. chill. I missed you. He had some good times if anyone wants to ask him about it. Hey, if... Te- if Five people ask us about it. We're going to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> Yo, what? What's Oxford? Is that is that in the U.S.? I don't think I've been. Oxford, Ohio, dude. Oxford, Ohio. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. What about Everything's you? Ohio. Um, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is a place mm. I want to be at, a place I want to yeah. live. Yeah. I don't know about now, like right now, because I'm kind of scared. Yeah, definitely not now. But... <laughs> In New York. Oh, very oh. good. Very Did good. Did I hit the notes? <laughs> oh, yes. That was Alicia, really good. Alicia Key style. But it's New York City. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I got that same kind of vibe that Cody gets from Oxford. It's like this magical place that mm. like I just I just love the energy and everything about it. Like yeah, I would go there and then people would normally be like, oh, the stench of the subway or like how dirty things are. Uh, oops, I gotta I forgot to do not disturb. <laughs> but yeah, like the stench of the subways, like the dirtiness. But then for me, it's like I love like the grit and the mm-hmm. aura that the city has. So, like, the fact that I have such strong blinders is a testament to how much I might, you know, that I do like the city. Um, Obviously, a lot of contentious issues right now. And me being of a yellow complexion, I don't think it's very smart for me to be hobbling over there anytime soon. (laughs) It's also just bad with COVID as well. There's The U.S. does not have a lot going for it right now. But, hey, maybe in a few years. But yeah, I, I want to go there. I know a, a friend of mine who might be there. Um, his name is Bodie Ballin. <laughs> Very good. You, might, you <laughs> might know him. You might know him. <laughs> but yeah, so Cody's going to be there as well. And I think it's just like a good, you know, change of pace. Even yeah. though it's also a city, it's going to be super busy. But, you know, you can always hook me up with a visa, Cody. <laughs> Somehow. Marry Somehow. me. Marry me. This <laughs> this I, episode is called "I'm gonna marry Cody." Very good. I'm getting it's these like notifications on my computer, and like it's it's dinging in my headphones. Would it's that not, be recorded for me? No, oh, it's not dinging for you. Okay, thank you. No, no, no. I put on. No. Do not disturb. I apologize. I apologize. But good. yeah, New York City. Good. New York City is yeah. where I want to go. Yeah. Um, ideally, you know, I want to grab an apartment in Brooklyn. as you were singing as you were singing um what is it empire state of mind yeah um i it made me Mm -hmm. think of this funny thing in uh jake and amir's if i were you podcast yeah and they were like could you genuinely sing recorded on a podcast like not a bit like not like a joking like joking singing properly into it you like could you like like properly try like your best and be vulnerable and sing (laughs) like you can do a bit right but could you properly sing right the thing is like i would definitely do it if i could sing right but the fact that i just literally cannot (laughs) sing like that would be so painstakingly like awkward for me i would be like cringing as i do it like i I won't be able to be in that zone where i'm like feeling myself i'm like yo that was really good. It'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. why the fuck did I just say yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> like Cody yeah, never asked for it. I never asked for it. Like even both of them, they were they're like professional comedians, and they couldn't do it. Like they couldn't. There, like, there are some sing. boundaries. There are some yeah. boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I probably Definitely. this is a Nalgene. I probably shouldn't drink from it. It's gonna be no, do a it. lot of noise. Do it because I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna. We can both drink right now. I have iced coffee. <laughs> No one's going to like that. No one's going to like that. <laughs> but yes, um, now that we're done with our culture corner, let's dive right into our... Should we do... Is the weekly catch-up part of our topic? Or are we going to uh, differentiate it a bit? Yeah, because we actually haven't talked to... We, monthly we, we, catch-up. Yeah, it's kind of like a monthly catch-up. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can just dive into the main thing right now, should we? Just go into it. Acapella. Oh, the Meghan Markle thing? No, the main <laughs> thing. This is the this is the second time you brought up Megan Markle in the last hour. You no, said it won't. No, no. 
I actually know absolutely nothing about it. Like mm. everyone was watching the interview or something. Is it yeah, like yeah, Oprah? Yeah. yeah. And then everyone was talking about it, but I had zero clue. I have no no idea. Like I have no contributions to the topic at all. Right, right. I think it's because everyone's watching the crown right now as well. Dude, I just feel like you know the royal family is overhyped, bro. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The monarchy yeah, still, we still have a monarchy. Like, come yeah. on, man, bro, come on. And the fact that we're like hyping them up and like watching them on TV, it's it's like what what have they done for us? You know, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like why the monarchy doesn't like the crown though, because they present them as like awful people. Yeah. At least what from what I've heard, I haven't watched. I mean. <laughs> to a certain extent it's like a biopic so mm-hmm. it's not too far off like the personalities of people in the royal family i mean the charles is it charles prince charles yeah yeah the geezer who like cheated on his wife <laughs> like who's part of a monarchy and has the balls and is audacious yeah. enough to cheat on your yeah. own wife and for it to be okay and then for them to end up marrying and then for yeah. that woman camilla to be part of the family yeah yeah, that's yeah, some that mafia is. stuff right there. That's not yeah. that's not royal family stuff. That's mafia <laughs> stuff. Oh, and truth dear. be told, it might be a conspiracy, but <laughs> the royal family got Diana whacked. Yeah, people are people are really believing that now. I, Dude, I mafia shit right there. Yeah, I don't disagree with it. Well, no, I <laughs> obviously it's actually that. <laughs> I, I, I agree <laughs> with whacking family members of the royal family, bro. Dude, MI six list is probably listening to this right now. And then there's like a helicopter hovering, just waiting for us to say, I take it back. I'm I take so it back. Sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to the queen. I'm so sorry to the royal family. No, but I mean, like, I, be- I believe that they did it or that they could do it. Exactly. Not that I support it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a weird support group. I support <laughs> family whackings. But what's that called? Yeah. Big conspiracy right there. Big, big, big. Should we jump into our our uh, our main thing then, which is, uh, I guess, just kind of an extended catch up between Ian and I, um, yeah. because we actually haven't seen each other in person since March nineteen twenty three. March nineteen twenty three. Twenty Quick quick tangent. Do you remember in our senior year of high school when we were in our sports science class and I'm not going to say his name, but our friend, Bleep. um, uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll catch on. Uh, it was not Gareth. Um, and, in the class asked, we were taking like a, a practice test and he asked okay. you like loud in front of the class, what day it was. And you said March 69. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Said, There's no way I said that. Yes, because I had a I had a quote book of funny high school things on my on my widgets on computer, yeah. and I I had it until my my operating system upgraded or whatever. But it's like, and then he angrily said, they were like, they're like blank, like wh- whatever his name is, like stop talking. It's meant to be a practice test. And he was like, you said it was March sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know who it is now. You see, you see, this is the stuff that we always get away with and we're never yeah. in trouble for especially in yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> like the I other sh- people get in trouble for getting distracted by us yeah exactly <laughs> that is very funny but anyways but yeah saying, ian, ian and i haven't seen each other in two and a half weeks which is like the longest time yeah that we haven't seen each other since feels like, like five decades <laughs> yeah it does <clears throat> um 
but anyways, the the whole reason I guess I were we're apart is I um, started working in the U.S. and so I relocated here for my job, and then also I'm with my girlfriend who is attending school here too. So, um, <laughs> your I guess we, <laughs> um, who there's a big name reveal of in one of the episodes. <laughs> before, yeah, but. see if you can catch on. But <laughs> anyways, um, I thought I thought it would be interesting for Ian and I to just kind of spitball about the differences in between. Hong Kong and US, especially during COVID. But then I also yeah. think it would be interesting to um, get Ian's take on like Hong Kong, especially as he was born and grew up there and why he loves it, why he wanted to return back after university um, and just kind of his thoughts as someone who was born and bred there. I came I came to Hong Kong when I was like nine or 10. So I feel like I grew up here, but I wasn't like properly or grew up there, but wasn't properly like born and bred mm. in Hong Kong. So. Anyways, Bread. I guess we can just. I'm not a of... dog, bro. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> okay, I don't know where to go with that one. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, why don't we not like dive too deep? Because I'm yeah. having a bit of a brain fart. Why? Why don't we okay. start off as like a, a okay. catch up first? Okay, okay, and okay, then okay, see okay. where that spirals from. And you so, can go first. No, so Cody, <laughs> so Cody, Cody, how has the past okay. few weeks been for you? You know, you've been recently settling in mm, into your mm. Airbnb, um, soon to move into your short-term let house. So how was your, you know, the past few weeks? What was the experience like? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. First, the flight. Let's talk about the flight. Oh, the flight. The whole experience. Was it Was it w- weird? Was it very surreal? Yeah, Like being out sure. of Hong Kong, but also like the COVID plane experience. Yeah. Um, so Hong Kong... It was weird. The airport, the airport is like completely desolate and empty yeah. at Hong Kong. Ian and his girlfriend, Ian and Juliet, actually um, saw me and my girlfriend go. It was funny because my girlfriend had like twenty five people accompanying Dude, her to see. Cody's guy. girlfriend is a bona fide celebrity at this point. Like, like Juliet and I were there. We're like, oh, we're we're probably yeah. like the only ones going to be there. And then yeah. look behind us, and there's like a group of twenty. Yeah, like waving and crying and like actually bawling their eyes out yeah. for Cody's girlfriend, who's like probably leaving for no more than like five months. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. freaking crazy. Like um, and like definitely coming back at the end, but yeah. um, and that was after she told people not to come too. There was mm. a whole other group of wait list that she said don't come because there's too many people there already. But um, the the flight was fine, I guess. Um it was pretty empty. So we were able to kind of like spread out and chill out. And I felt pretty safe on the flight to the U S from Hong Kong because everyone had to be tested Mm. um, in order to get on the flight. And of course there could be false negatives and stuff, but it's still like quite a low probability. So that was fine. Um, Getting into the U S was fine. We also, everyone's masked right on the plane. Everyone like it's, it's mandatory. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was mandatory. Um, and then we had two more connecting flights until our final destination, mm. which is Savannah, Georgia. And it was just crazy in the U.S. Like it, like masks are required in the airport and on a plane, but it's like there are so many that are like under the nose and under like, the nose that people yeah, yeah. will like take it off or like put it under their chin whenever they're like drinking or talking on the phone too. A lot of them like to what? pull it down while they talk on the Wait, phone. Wait, talk on the phone on the plane? No, in the airport, oh, in the airport okay, 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 or okay. like in a line or whatever. Um, 
And so that was fine. But like we were wearing raincoats and stuff too, which in Hong Kong, we didn't look that weird. But in the US, everyone was just looking at us like we were like crazy. And especially with like rising anti-Asian, like anti-Asian violence and stuff. And with my girlfriend being like a Hong Konger, just like a bit uneasy at times. But then um, we, we got the the worst slash funniest moment um which i can say funny now because it was like three weeks ago so i i'm i didn't get covid or at least i don't know if i did but um, oh you're getting into a really (laughs) bad spiral there well at least i don't think i have but i might have but i don't know (laughs) yeah that's fine cody's vaccinated now yeah i got my i got my vaccine today for my first dose but then so anyways it was a super small plane right we're talking like two seats and then one seat so it was like like you had to hunch down in the plane it was very very small what and then yeah yeah it was cody was going to savannah in a private jet (laughs) it was like it pretty much was except it was not nice (laughs) like it was like on american airlines but it was like the size of a private jet and it was like super shaky and everything but so i was sitting next to this other woman across the aisle who like sneezed but took her mask down to sneeze and it's a small plane right like I'm like, if she has COVID, we all have COVID now. Like, there's nothing anywhere. Even if it's a big point. plane, like air doesn't travel out. Yeah. Normally. So, anyways, that was that was the worst thing. Just in general, no one wears their masks here. Like, I've I've heard in New York or like San Francisco, it's like 80% of people are wearing masks, which is not a hundred percent, but it's still good. But here it's like maybe 15%, maybe 30% on a good day. Uh so 15% that, that on a, a good day 30% on a good day I'd 30%. say like 15 20% is, on is like Georgia a, a place that doesn't like make uh masks compulsory well there's like a mask mandate which doesn't mean much it just Face means coverings. that like yeah it means like in all federal and like government buildings you have to wear a mask that's it and then most shops you like have to but then some people are lax if the if the shop owners don't want to enforce masks, then you don't have to. So, why yeah, is dude. this even a thing? Why is I it, know? Why I do know. they give you a choice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> I know, and it is genuinely shocking coming from Hong Kong, where like, like if you see one person unmasked, like I tell my parents about it. Like it's like something to talk about over dinner, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> Like even um, in Hong Kong, there's like yeah, yeah, yeah. even homeless people who have masks mm-hmm, because like the mm-hmm. government just pushes masks out for them as well. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is masked. Even yeah. dogs are masked. No, they're not. It was, <laughs> I was being hyperbolic there, but very good. Um, so that that was just a bit shocking. And I, I noticed people here mostly wear it as like a ticket into a ticket mm. into like a restaurant or something. And just then to like tick they, the box exactly exactly and then they take it off as soon as they get outside so it's much more yeah yeah yeah, like a ticket in they'll have like this bandana which is like the thinnest like material sheer material just to be like oh it's a face covering i recently saw i don't know who posted it or was Uh on instagram it's like talking about these karens outside the store Mm. she has essentially like the frame of a mask but then the mask portion is like I thought it was empty, but it was actually like the sheerest, most transparent like mesh. And then I th- I didn't actually listen to it because I was in public, and I, I reckon she was probably like, "Oh, I'm covering my face. I'm covering my mm-hmm, face. Am I not?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then doing that kind of like obnoxious shit. Yeah, there was actually someone like that on our plane. 
I was looking up and she was boarding and she was like right next to me because I had sat down before her and I could see her mouth, right? And so like, it was like a sheer thing. And then some guy, some kid actually commented. He's like, that's not really a mask if I can see your mouth. And she's like, what are you saying to me? I'm covering my face. You're not, it was, your, anyway, your face yeah. is not a face if I can see your face. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's crazy. Um, but how, how's the past month been for you? Past month, um, I'm really enjoying uh, a lot of holidays recently. I took, mm. I don't know if I even talked about this because I don't know if we recorded a podcast between then and now, but I had a four day, a three day weekend, like a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. where I did a staycation. Did mm. I talk about a staycation? No, we know. haven't recorded since then. Okay. Okay. So essentially, obviously I went to a staycation with my girlfriend mm. and a lot of fun um took monday off to be able to do it on like sunday monday and just avoid you know all the traffic of people mm-hmm. and just be able to have like a nice calm holiday but as much as i enjoyed it i think that's probably the last staycation i'll be doing yeah i think it was like a nice little tease into the idea of like getting out of the house and vacationing mm-hmm. to a certain extent but the fact that like i live in hong kong and yeah. i've lived in hong kong all my life yeah and it's in an area where I'm very familiar with as well. It's yeah. just like, it's it's kind of weird. It's it's yeah. very weird to like kind of force this vacation mentality into myself. Yeah. Even though I know like I'm somewhere I've been and like yeah I'm yeah in. yeah. So that was very weird. And I think the next time next time next time I do any Asianing, it's vacationing, not yeah. staycationing. Yeah. Um. It is to a certain extent a bit of a waste of money like, yeah it's, it's good fun <laughs> but like why yeah. you know it's like yeah, the whole yeah why yeah. um yeah. i think once i got that kind of trivial fun out of my body i'm just more rational i'm more logical yeah. about it all and i'm like i'd rather save that money on a nice meal or something yeah 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 that makes sense but no vacations no, are really like nice, a big though. thing sorry it's still really nice though don't want to yeah, it entirely good. but as you were saying <laughs> I was just actually that's our that's our only moment so far where we've both been talking at the same time so that's pretty oh good. no you go no you go please <laughs> sorry no, what was go. that oh yeah. you go you go <laughs> i was gonna say because staycations have been a really big thing in hong kong since covid Humongous. since no one, no one really can leave um, yeah but on a scale of one to ten like if ten is like completely vacation in terms of just how it makes you feel and like the mindset of it of staycations of vacation so like new country completely reflect refreshed like Mm. tourists like yeah what would what would what would your staycation i guess in hong kong rank on that wow that's a really weird ranking system i don't even know what a five is like (laughs) five is outside your house (laughs) sitting outside the door um probably a five probably a five then Okay. The thing is, okay, um, we have we had the mentality of like being in a location where we can kind of like explore mm-hmm. and like eat around, go to different mm-hmm. places and drink and stuff. But I feel like that's actually what took me out of the staycation because we went out and then explored like Hong Kong ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not really exploring for me. It was for my girlfriend, but mm-hmm. like it wasn't for me because obviously i know the places i'm very familiar mm. with everywhere so mm-hmm. nothing feels new 
I think the whole idea of something feeling new is what gets me in vacation mode. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. like I would I would fly all the way to somewhere and then settle down and then like walk around and that that sensation still hasn't hit. Yeah, yeah, of course. It doesn't entirely Not feel know like I'm in a different country. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's just my brain trying to process it all, but then it takes me like a little while for me to kind of process that like I'm in a new place and that puts mm-hmm. me in vacation mode like i am in a new place now yeah. but i had none of that because obviously we're in hong kong so yeah. i think if if hypothetically if i was to do another staycation hypothetically mm. i would do it in a hotel where i wouldn't want to leave and i want to experience mm. just the hotel right, right, right i think once it comes to like exploring outside then it's like i do this every week anyways you know yeah there's yeah, nothing yeah, special yeah. about it but if i have like the whole experience you do like a spa day and then like yeah stay in the hotel do like um room service and everything yeah just yeah, have yeah. the overall like vacation experience but in this bubble within a hotel mm-hmm. i think that might be a different experience and i might be able to you know trick myself to a certain extent yeah 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 yeah. what are your thoughts on staycations cody what are my thoughts on Cody's staycations? Done a few. Yeah, my parents really like, my dad especially is really yeah. good at finding like hotel deals and like points redemptions and stuff. So he's done uh, a few staycations this past year. Mm. And I think he he's just of the mindset that it's like not so much like a vacation for him, but just a time to like relax and recharge. Mm. So like him and my mom spend a lot of time in the hotel too and just like relaxing and like because my dad is a pastor he needs like a lot of time to like think and write and stuff too so it's always just useful to like have time where he's like outside of his normal like home or routine or Mm. work and stuff and like can get the creative juices flowing if that makes sense them juices flowing so um (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes i'll be Um, an echo for the entire episode Juice is flowing, juice is flowing. Right. I love that. Especially when it's about my dad. Yeah. 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 So he he's a they actually are on one right now. Oh, okay. They, they like they've I probably done yesterday. all of like the hotels in Hong Kong by now. <laughs> they've done a lot of them. Yeah. Um but it's just a very it's yeah, it's like a nice, it's like a nice thing for them to to do. Um but yeah, they. Think, I, you go. No, no, you go. no, no. You go. No, no. I, I was just spitballing. I was, I was <laughs> grasping for something to say. You go. No, I was just saying, yeah. So that's the sort of mentality that I would want to take on mm-hmm. if I was to do another staycation. It's like the idea of relaxing and being in this like relaxing environment as opposed to like having to go get and be like sightseeing to a certain extent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like yet again, it makes a lot of sense for Juliet, my girlfriend, but. It's just like for me, it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Great time Speak- still, like nonetheless. <laughs> I probably enjoyed my time. Uh, I really enjoyed my time with you, darling. <laughs> I really enjoyed my time. <laughs> Ian is shaking his head right now. Um, so that was kind of like a good segue into into what i wanted to ask you also i'm not sure when this video is going to cut out or when this probably in eight uh, minutes we're on zoom right now so we probably have a 40 minute cutoff 
<laughs> so we'll we'll start a new we'll start a new session after right right after it cuts off. But yes, um, what I wanted to ask you is like, what are some things you like about Hong Kong, especially like mm. being someone who grew up here? And it's not like you haven't experienced places outside of Hong Kong. Like you've traveled a lot, and you also went to university in the UK. Yeah. Um. So what are some things like? that you love Hong Kong or that you would miss about Hong Kong if you were to leave? Um, there, there really isn't anything, you know, Hong Kong's quite <laughs> shit. That's it. That's all I have to say. No, but on a serious note, um, I know, I don't know. I think I like how small Hong Kong is and how everything is so accessible. You don't really get that sort of accessibility apart from probably like New York. Mm-hmm. New York is relatively accessible. It's very similar to Hong Kong, right? Mm. Um, the metro system over there is is pretty good if it wasn't that dirty i would yeah. say it's like hong hong kong's metro system is i would say unparalleled because yeah, it's so really small good. as well like, mm. like tokyo probably has a really good metro system it does but it's very confusing because it yeah. intersects in so many different lines and tokyo mm-hmm. as a whole is so much bigger so yeah. hong kong definitely benefits in terms of its public transportation because it's so small and yeah. it, they do it really well. So there's nothing really to complain about. Um, they're they're kind of connecting a line from where I live to the middle, the, the center mm-hmm. of Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So it, it just makes everything so much more accessible. Nothing feels like out of reach. And like, there's so many things about Hong Kong um, that I like as well. But mm. that is a, a really major thing. I guess yeah. I'll just delve into it as well then. Yeah. Um, I guess the, the the contrast between urban and rural mm, mm-hmm. is really nice in Hong Kong. You can find really rural parts. You can find great somewhat mountainous regions in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. You can go on a hike and kind of like get out of the city and be completely immersed in nature. Um, there's so many nice hikes on new territories, Saikung side, but also in the city, which is crazy, on the island. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't expect there to be like you you to be kind of like immersed in this in this mountainous region five minutes away from like a lululemon like that, yeah, yeah, yeah that that's that's like a really crazy thing to conceive for people who may not be in hong kong or never have heard of hong kong or seen hong kong but yeah. like that's the sort of experience that you're able to get hiking doesn't have to be this whole thing that you have to plan you can just literally go on a weekend mm-hmm. and kind of yeah I don't know. It, it, that that part's really nice, and I think it's something that you can never really get anywhere else. Um, yeah, definitely. And definitely. being a city boy, I need the city. But having that contrast with the rural is really nice as well as like a little getaway during yeah. the weekends and kind of doing that kind of relaxation mode shit. You know. Yeah, definitely. That's something that is like super super true. Yeah. Um, I love how like the city used to be so like like ages ago like 300 years ago it was just like like jungle like most yeah. of it and so like, it's like very hilly too but then like there's still like so many places like five minutes from like the central business district mm. there's like a like very like tree covered hill you know mm. and it's just like yeah i don't know where i'm going with this but i would just very Pretty likes trees with you <laughs> like the the combination of like nature and urban landscape mm. is super nice about hong kong just like a comparison like new york has the sort of city vibe that i enjoy but mm-hmm. you don't have that easy accessibility to to like somewhere in nature right mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you kind of have to like drive out of your way. It's not very easy to get to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, beyond that, um, Cody's probably not too interested in this part because I remember talking about him, talking about this on a different episode, but the food <laughs> in Hong Kong is <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. The amount of selection you get in Hong Kong is insane. Anything you want in this world, you can probably get in Hong Kong. Mm. There's always mm-hmm. a restaurant like readily available for you to kind of indulge in the different cultures, the culinary cultures of the world. Yeah. Like yesterday I went to um like this place called Smoke and Barrels, which is like a barbecue restaurant. Mm-hmm. Of, it's not really a restaurant, it's like a grab and go cafe restaurant mm-hmm. kind of thing. And there were beignets. And I was like, I don't know what that beignets is. Beignets in Hong Kong. So beignets are essentially like this like powdered donut thing. Oh, uh, okay. That is famous in like New Orleans. Oh, uh, okay. Interesting. And essentially, uh, I was watching this film called Chef. I don't know if I talked to you about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you they, recommended it. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a scene where um, the guy and his son went to New Orleans and were eating beignets. And I was like, ooh. Mm. I would love to have a beignet, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. in New Orleans, and to like see it in Hong Kong. Mm. It's a very niche thing. I was surprised that they would have it, and I was like, I had to, I had to, I had to get them. I had to mm. get them. Was it good? It was. It was. It was good. I don't know what a beignet is supposed to taste like. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's my benchmark, and if that's my benchmark, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm yeah. not complaining. It's literally a donut, like a a square donut that's mm. deep fried, obviously, because it's a donut. And right, powdered. Right, right. I, okay. I don't think you can really get that wrong, but in the same vein, yeah. it's like it's really good. And um, Japanese food, a big fan of like I'm a big fan of Jap. Okay, let's let's do top three cuisines, Cody. Top three cuisines right now. You have to go first though. You have to go. Yeah, first. obviously, Cody. Okay, okay. I've been like think deliberating this in my head okay. like, for years. Number okay. one, obviously, Chinese. People mm-hmm. are gonna be disputing this, be like, oh, there's so many different types of Chinese food, but you know, suck it up, Chinese food. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, second is Japanese food. Okay. And third, I get, oh my God, my fingers, look at my fingers. It's so <laughs> wonky. Fingers are like inverted, right? Okay. Second and third is very close. I would say like it could be interchangeable to a certain extent, but Japanese and Italian food. Okay. Yeah. So Chinese, okay. Japanese, and Italian. Chinese is first because I'm Chinese, but also yeah. It's like the type of food that I would never ever like get tired of. Yeah. Like I can just keep eating. I mean, I eat Chinese food every single day. So mm-hmm. that makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. But please, mm-hmm. Cody, let us know your top uh, three cuisines. Okay. Um, I would say Chinese is probably up there for me. Like Hell yeah. number one, I guess. China okay, I can't <laughs> rank them. Can't rank them in okay. top three in no order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chinese probably kind of offended, but if Chinese is not number one, but yeah, go on. Go it's on. in the top three. Top three, um, top three. And then I'd say Indian is there for okay. me. Okay. Um, and then the third is either. Thai Can I guess? Or oh, Thai. I was gonna say Thai. I was literally gonna say Thai. <laughs> I was literally either Thai or Mexican because oh, I love okay, both okay, of them. Yeah. <laughs> Vietnamese too. No, no, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> Okay, Indian Wait. food. I'm surprised interviewed. You yeah. never suggest Indian food when we go out to eat. Yeah, we we eat a lot of Indian food at home. Our, mm. um, yeah, and we have some like family friends that cook really, really good Indian food. 
um, okay. that are like either Indian or Sri Lankan. Um, and they, they both cook really, really good Indian. Favorite food. Indian dish right now? Top of your head. Ian, I can't do this right now. Cody, I, it can be a favorite you know, if you can't list one you know of your favorite pressure. dishes. You know, I crack under pressure. Oh. Okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story about what used to be my favorite Indian okay, dish. Okay, but I think okay. we should end this recording and then start a new one. It's, it's actually fine right now. It, it's going on. It's, it's not ending. How much longer do we have? It's going to cut off like halfway through a sentence though, right? Okay, it's fine. I'll, I'll be able to follow up afterward. Okay, okay. So just keep going until it cuts mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so my ex-favorite uh, favorite Indian dish used to be Palak Paneer, mm, which is basically I have no like... I idea what that is. Is that like... It's, it, I know Paneer is like the Indian cheese. Yeah. Is yeah, Palak exactly. a veggie? Yeah, I think it's like spinach. I, I'm oh, going to get castrated because I'm getting this super wrong, I'm sure. But it's Block like a green paneer. curry dish with blocks of paneer, which is like the Indian cheese. And you have it over rice. Wait, is that, Palak, is that Palak paneer? I, I swear that's something else. No. Well, I'm one of the names is definitely Palak paneer. Okay. But then why is it not your... Oh, okay. The thing I was thinking of is Sag paneer. Oh, right, right, right. We're not going to get into it because I, I have no idea what's the difference. Oh, it's interchangeable mm-hmm. in the United States and Canada. So, uh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> My sister loves Palak paneer with a yeah. and She could eat this like seven times a week. She it is really loves good. It so much. Um, and I used to love it so much as well. But my sister once ate it until, well, she was feeling sick and we had some leftovers in the fridge. And I was just like, I was having a bad day with her. It was just not a good day. And I had, I had to take care of her, I think. Or she was at home and I was coming back and I was in a bad mood or something. But she had, she had, she, she was feeling sick in the stomach and she had eaten it and eaten so much that she threw up in the sink. And like, she had to, my parents were like, you need to clean this. Like right now they were on the phone with her being like, you need to clean this right now. Cordy's going to be like furious because I'm bad with like throw up and just like stuff as well. Um, And so she did. But even describing it to me as she was telling me about it, it made me feel so sick to my stomach. Like it made me feel ill in that moment. And that was like seven years ago or something like that. And to this day, about that kind of stuff. to this day, I cannot eat Palak paneer because I just really? think of my sister's throw up in the in the. Did you have to um, clean it up though? No, I didn't. But the the gross thing was, which I think got me as well. She's like, I honestly love Palak paneer so much. The thought crossed my mind of eating the blocks of paneer. And <laughs> I was like, that is so disgusting. That is so gross. So, I, I like to this day I cannot eat palak paneer, but it was my favorite Indian dish for like seven years or okay. eight years before that. Thank you for the story. Now you had a lot of time to deliberate. What is your favorite dish? So that was that's my answer. It used to be used, used to, to be, be, but there has to be a new crown favorite. Oh, okay. Right? Um, my I I guess one that I really like is just like freshly made dal over rice. It's mm. really really good. Just like lentils. Yeah. Um, doesn't even have any meat, but and I'm normally a big stickler for like a dish having to have meat. Um, cause I'm a carnivore, but this yeah. one is like a dish I'm totally fine with having no meat with. So that's crazy. Like I am too. I'm a big carnivore. I love meat, <laughs> but, um, I've been eating a lot obviously cause, um, Juliet's pescatarian. So I've been eating a lot of veggie stuff as well. And there are actually a, a lot of good veggie stuff out there. I used to be like, Oh, come on a beetroot burger. That sounds yeah. disgusting. Cause I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. like, 
in my head, I think it's like a literal chunk of beetroot as a burger. But what they essentially do is like they pack it into a patty. And then mm. I had it at this one restaurant um, called Elementary in Hong Kong. For mm-hmm. people in Hong Kong, I definitely recommend it. They have this beetroot burger that is like juicy, it's meaty, and it's just yeah. like mind-blowingly good. And I was like, mm. this is crazy that you can make something that good with beetroot. And then yeah. another thing is, um, I don't know if you're a big fan of Shake Shack, but Shake Shack's Portobello burger, I think it's called the mm. Mushrooms Shroom Stack or something, is freaking crazy. Mm. Like bear in mind i love the classic like shake burger or whatever shack burger yeah. or whatever um it's super good the meat's amazing mm-hmm. but the portobello the deep fried portobello in the shroom stack or shroom i don't know these names okay yeah. they're very confusing yeah. but the mushroom burger is freaking insane would you rank it above the original burger very close very close okay like that's okay. how good it is Really and then also, yeah, Juliet's made doll as well. I don't really mm-hmm. eat doll normally, but mm-hmm. doll, I'm a I'm a big fan as well. Yeah, so it has it packs a lot of flavor, which is nice. Yeah, that's the thing about Indian food; it packs a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. And I think um, with all cuisines that have a lot of flavor and use a lot of oil and stuff, like a lot of Chinese food is like that as well. Mm-hmm. My body just can't stomach it. I don't yeah. know if it's like a, a recent thing. I think all my life. I don't know if it's all my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have minor IBS or some shit, but mm-hmm. like having food that is too heavy in flavor, my stomach gets achy. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. I, I never have it in super like high quantities. Mm. And then I, I guess doll doesn't really have any dairy in it. So I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm like very lactose intolerant. So doll's also very healthy. So it, yeah. it, it doesn't really have anything to upset you. Yeah, 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 definitely. You're gonna ask me about um, my favorite Indian dishes. No, I wasn't gonna ask you what your favorite Damn Indian it. dish was. <laughs> but what is it? What is it? It is butter chicken. Yeah, that is really good. I was about to say that, but I thought you were gonna roast me for being basic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're saying that I'm basic for eating butter chicken, Cody? To be honest, no. I'm not even gonna say no to that. I probably am, but like because I remember back in high school, I had um dinner with a couple of my like other friends and um they're just a bunch of these white boys and then we went to this like indian restaurant it was like like maybe nine of us ten of us Mm -hmm. and obviously we do american style cody you want to tell them what american style is everyone ordering their own dish what's the opposite of american style family style family style where you share um obviously these guys do not know what family style was so we went american style uh-huh. And everyone had the great idea of having one butter chicken each with garlic naan on the side. I think mm-hmm. the one time I did that, like the first time I had like that restaurant with them, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll be more unique, unlike these guys, and go for like a lamb rogan Josh. And yeah. it was good nonetheless, but like I was looking at the butter chicken and yeah. I was like eager to be like, oh, can I can I have a bite? Can you yeah. have a little bite? I had a little bite and I was like, oh my God, I should have gotten the butter chicken instead. Mm-hmm. And it proceeded the next time. I've only got butter chicken at that place. And there was yeah. one time where it was like 10 of us and everyone had a butter chicken and garlic naan for themselves. <laughs> it's the most obscene thing to like go to a restaurant and do something like that. But, you know, we're high schoolers. We didn't really know any better. And it was 
was it was weird. It was crazy. Yeah, but everyone had a really great time. Funny. Everyone enjoyed their butter chicken. So didn't you say your mom roasted you for doing that once you probably, told her? Probably, probably. I mean, we do that like outside. Like we would when we're in the UK, we would see these people like order Chinese food that's meant to be shared and yeah. have one for themselves. Yeah, in Chinese yeah, yeah. food, everything is made to be shared. We yeah. have these like massive, large steam fish. Mm-hmm. like soy sauce where you just you have to share that yeah we see this old white man like with it and then a bowl of rice i'm like bro like you're not gonna be able to finish yeah, that if someone has fish. like a whole plate of sweet and sour pork i'm like bro that's <laughs> disgusting but that's another topic for another <laughs> that's time. so good that's so funny um it's wild yeah, 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 yeah. To be fair, we are pretty big proponents of American style. Okay, we but we go to places where it accommodates American yeah, style. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, of course. so we got to make an argument for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our friends Rachel and then our friend Tarini also roast us. Like yeah. me, Ian, and then our guy friends for not... For it's because, okay, we're, we're penny-pinching guys. We just yeah, want to be are. able to eat and be able to split the bill evenly. Yeah. And make yeah, sure yeah, no one yeah. loses a dime. Yeah, and definitely. we're not there for the food; we're there for the company. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the mentality. That's the mentality. But it's like, yeah, American style. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Like you wouldn't yeah. go to a ramen restaurant and be like, "Oh, let's put three ramens and just slurp in between each other's ramen." It doesn't work that way, right? So, choose your battles. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apart from when you have a whole ass steam fish by yourself, then yeah. you deserve to be roasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. That's really, really funny. Um, I think we're almost like at 50 minutes. We're going to have to cut this one now. Oh, but... Cody doesn't want to talk to me anymore. Do you hear this, guys? Cody doesn't no. want to talk to me anymore. I'm surprised it actually went this long, 50 minutes. I don't know if it's my account, but normally it's not supposed to have yeah, no, you're only meant to do 40 minutes with Zoom recording. So I hope that the recording hasn't cut out like 40 minutes into it. That'll be but, really sad. That'll be really that'd sad be if that really happened. Sad. But, but um, any last yeah. thoughts? Uh, no, just this has actually been so fun. I'm very, very happy. I'm very happy as well. So, yeah, this is like it was Ian and my Sunday morning ritual for like a year, like close to a year to like yeah. do this together. So it's very. And it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as awkward as I thought it was going to be actually like doing it over Zoom like it it hasn't been bad at all so anyway it's just that I'm very happy any any I'm last glad. thoughts from you very happy as well to be able to catch up with Cody and for us yeah. able to continue this podcast that I don't know probably like five people listen to but yeah. still it satisfies the soul you know yeah it satisfies yeah, the soul yeah, yeah. it's mostly and, our parents um, yeah mostly our parents be like Ian I can't believe you swore again. Can you stop swearing on the podcast, please? But um, yeah, I think we might be slowly pushing this out, maybe in a video format, potentially. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe We'll see. We'll kind of test the waters. Yeah. But I think we'll end it there. Thanks for listening to another episode. Follow us on Instagram at PitcherPod. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We're going to be giving shout outs to everyone who rates and reviews us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and check us out on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll grab a picture with you guys next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.